0: The views and opinions expressed by individuals on the following program do not necessarily reflect those
1: of the network, Guys Guy Radio, and its platforms. It's Guys Guy Radio.
0: Here's your host, Robert Manny. Welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to the show where men and women can be at their best and everyone wins. Guys, guys, radio. We're here to inform you, inspire you, empower you, and get you to think, feel, and who knows, maybe even act by virtue of the journeys, stories, experiences, and insights of the guests I bring you each and every week to the show. Once again, this week is no exception. Today, we're going to talk about how to find the best connection, the best relationship, the best partnerships if you're single and you're over 50, regardless of the circumstances. We're going to show you how to navigate around. Whether if it's divorce, uh, the other, your partners, potential partners, kids, money, health, self-esteem, online, dating issues, whatever it is, we're going to come up with some issues and solutions for you. My special guest is a return guest, a real friend of Guys Guys Radio, Silka Schwarzkopf. She's host of Second Act TV. She also produces her show. It's a YouTube hot show. I'm on there as a regular featured guest on Second Act TV frequently and it's all about relationships over 50. So I always welcome Silka back on Guys Guys Radio because really the foundation of when uh, the show and the brand, if you will, began was all about relationships and all about my novel, a book, The Guys Guys Guy to Love, which is kind of the male perspective on the, uh, the current dating scene, particularly in the wild world of dating in Manhattan, New York City. So Silka is my return guest, and we're going to get into all of it because there's so many things that can get in the way of ourselves getting back in and succeeding in the dating pool once we're over 50 because you've got a lot of life experience under the belt. You may have been divorced. You may have been married for a long time. You may be a widow, a widower. You may have some health issues. You may have some self-esteem issues about how you look and feel. You may have some health issues. You may have money issues, any things that can come up that can say, I just don't feel like going out. You know what, though? You've got to be in it to win it, because everybody's got some baggage over 50. Everybody's got some issues that they're dragging around with them, and there's no reason for you to settle for that and just say, you know what? I can't deal, because there's millions of people in the same situation. So put yourself out there. You've taken some lumps before make yourself available and obviously be mindful and qualify your potential partners. But you got to be in it to win it. For me, it all came together with online dating. And we're going to get into that. And I know a lot of people and particularly a lot of women don't like it because there's a dishonesty issue with the guys they meet. Ultimately, and they waste a lot of time because a lot of times the guys aren't who they say they are. They aren't what they're cracked up to be. And you can't you can't get away from yourself, though. So guys, if you are you know, not being honest about your age, your weight, your income, whatever, it's going to come out. The truth always comes out. So you might as well be as honest as possible when you're dealing with making a new partnership with somebody because it's just you're wasting everybody's time, including your own, if you're not going to be honest with yourself and honest with your potential partner. So we're going to get into all of that because there's a lot of challenges when you're single and you're over 50, yet there's millions upon millions of singles out there. So many people over 50 in this country, the United States, are single. And they're looking. They're looking, maybe not looking for marriage. Maybe they're looking for companionship or partnership or a F-buddy, whatever you want. They're looking for something because nobody wants to be alone. So Guys Guys Radio, my very special return guest, who's a what I consider a true expert on what's going out there, from the, particularly from the woman's perspective, because Silka interviews so many uh, women uh, relationship experts and dating experts that she's been able to glean all of that information. And many times when I'm on her show, I'm kind of representing the kind of guy or the guy's guy point of view. And so I have to be mindful and do a good job and represent but Silka gets to hear everybody, all the different perspectives, so I'm thrilled that she's back on the show, and I think at this time of year, the beginning of the year, this is a good time to take stock, stock in who we are, what we want, what we have to offer, and how to get out there and succeed in that crazy world of dating here in America. So let's get to it. My special guest on Guys Guys Radio, coming right up, Silka Schwarzkopf.
1: It's Guys Guy Radio.
0: Okay, guys, Guys Radio. It's the interview portion of our show and today we're going to talk about how to find the relationship that really feels like a good connection for you at any age under any circumstances because so many times we kind of set our own self-imposed limits, we sabotage ourselves, we get in our own way. So I want to bring in a, one of our Experts on this topic Silka Schwarzkopf, host of second Act TV my buddy I've been on Silka's show many times on YouTube it's one of the hottest shows on the on the channel if you will, and there's just so much knowledge that Silka has from interviewing so many experts in the field of relationships and how to really succeed after the age of fifty so it's my pleasure to welcome back my buddy my pal and uh my friend, Silke Schwartzkopf, host and producer of Second Act TV. Welcome back to Guy Guys Radio.
1: Thank you, Robert. What a great introduction. I'll tell you that. <laughs> thank you.
0: <laughs> so, you know, we, we, we do so many segments on your show and we usually hit some individual, um, like we'll talk about an article and uh, quick hitters, if you will. And my show, mm-hmm. because it's on terrestrial radio as well as the podcast, and YouTube, it's it's longer in form. So we're gonna talk about a big topic today, and then we'll get into the details. We'll do some deep dives as we go along. And I really want to talk about how people at any age can get out of their own way and find the path to finding that connection to make a relationship, no matter what age you are, what your circumstances are. We're going to help you kind of clear the table so you can get right out there. And it's a perfect time of the year to do that because we're getting into something new. And uh, I just really, well, as you do, Silco, we want to help people find love. So here we go. Uh, yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what he said. <laughs> what he said.
0: So let's start with a kind of a, a, a big one. How do, and this is a general question, how do you learn from your past but not get hung up from it so it gets in the way? For your future possibilities of dating, for instance, you're a woman. You went out with a guy, and he had this habit that really bugged you, and uh, so you eliminate that. Or uh, and, and like, I don't, I can't go out with any guy who uh, maybe he doesn't have enough money, or his health was no good, or I didn't like his kids, or whatever it is. How do you make sure? And we'll get into all of those. But how do you make sure that you're not Bringing the learning you've gotten, you've gleaned from the past, which is good. It's good to learn. But you don't want it to get in the way where it puts a cap on your opportunities to meet somebody new in the future.
1: Well, I think, yeah, that's a big question. Like you said, the general, uh, I, what comes down, you know, right away when, when I heard you say that is obviously self-esteem. You know, you, you need to make sure that you have the self-esteem necessary to get out there and, you know, deal in this world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and also, you know, have you taken responsibility for the past? Because I think a lot of people get in their way, uh, you know, with bringing baggage, if you will, to the table, your past, by not taking responsibility. It's always somebody else's fault. Right. So as if you keep blaming others, then you're never going to learn from anything you've done. I think it's the short answer to that.
0: Absolutely. Um okay, let's let's get into some specifics then. So mm-hmm. people of a certain age sometimes will make age as a factor that's self-limiting limiting limiting for them. Excuse me. So uh, people will say I'm too old. Uh, I can't find somebody new. Nobody's going to want me my perspective is that it doesn't matter. Age is a, age is a choice. Age is a number. And uh, you can get in the way in a lot of things, including online dating, and we'll get into that. But how does somebody properly ac- access and face up to their age and, not, and embrace it instead of making it a block, if you will, for finding somebody new?
1: Yeah. That, you know, that's, that's actually a really hard question. It's, and and I, the first thing I want to do is acknowledge that it is difficult, the, especially the older you get. It is, it, it, it's going to affect you. <laughs> you're going to think about it. You're going to go, oh my God, I can. I mean, I said just the other day, you know, I'm turning 65 next month. <laughs> and
0: you look it's like, like, whoa, yeah, yay, Medicare. I was going <laughs> <gonna> to say 38. <laughs> oh, Seriously. Robert, that's, Seriously. That's
1: why you're on my show all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so age is, is it just a number. It, it, it is a number. Absolutely. And it's the number that you that, that you make it. And, and you know, health has so much to do with it. I mean, if, if you're and that's a whole other topic, you know, perhaps if you're not healthy, if you're sick, if you're not feeling well, uh, if you have some sort of affliction that does come, you know, with age, sometimes more often than not, it, it does make it more difficult. You can feel old. And I think that's what I'm getting to is how do you make yourself feel Feel young or not feel feel old, and that's I think where where what what you mean by uh, or not not a people mean by age is just a number. It's it, it's it's a feeling. Mm-hmm. You you're as old as you feel, and how you approach that is, you know, up to you.
0: I, I think you just nailed it because age is the easy one that anybody over fifty can use as an excuse for anything. We're mm-hmm. too old to do this. I can't do that. I mean, our culture. The collective uh, agreement, if you will, and messaging that goes out there to all of us is that you're old, you're kind of in the way, and and you need to be replaced by some Gen Z or whatever's after Gen Z. Um, It just keeps getting younger and younger, and that's the that's the culture we live in. Mm-hmm. However, you know, the pig and the python population wise is the boomers, and the mm-hmm. boomers are a lot of them are active. You have the. Uh, the golden bachelor. And you have, I just sent you that article in the wall street journal about people rampantly dating in their seventies and having a blast. Yeah. And there's all types of, uh, in, in, uh, uh, senior homes, you know, STDs and stuff like that, because it's, everybody's <laughs> happily hunting and, and, and gathering out there. And so age can become what you make of it. Mm-hmm. And that the number is the number. Now, let's get into a specific where age can kind of get in the way. And that is a big topic. And it's a topic that a lot of people, they're like, they get turned off by. But it's a reality. And I urge people who are particularly over 50 to embrace it. And it's online dating because it can be such a two-edged sword for people Mm -hmm. because, you know, here's a way where you can tap into the biggest population pool of prospective candidates for a connection and a partnership than you'd ever meet in your entire life. Mm -hmm. Way more. However, it can also be the most disappointing platform because there's so much uh, dishonesty on it. And that's a big turnoff for certain people. So what do you tell people and what do you hear from your experts about you know, online dating? Is it, a, is it a gift or is it a curse? And how can we make it into a gift for those who think yeah. it's a curse? Because I think it's a gift.
1: Yeah, I, I think that online dating uh, is the best thing that ever happened to dating. And uh, as my buddy Treva will say, uh, she's another regular on the show. It's mm-hmm. the worst thing that ever happened to dating <laughs> because it does get you out there, you know, to as you said, it, it opens the literally opens the world up. For you, especially with the technology we now have, you can start relationships in Europe <laughs> if you mm-hmm. want to, and then it opens your it opens up to the scammers, to uh, yeah, to to behaviors that make you feel horrible, and that's just the fact. It's just the fact, and everybody encounters that online, no matter how old you are, and so it's the mindset really that you bring to the table. It's it's relatively easy. To to uh, you know go through filter through the the scammers the things that aren't going to work for you you just have to be able to recognize it and then yeah and then you can I mean there's good people out there the stats are there you know this is I think it's thirty percent or even more of relationships now start online mine did I'm in a twelve year relationship Paul and I you know we met on Match you yeah you met your wife on Match exactly it's, it's just that's to a large extent, it's how how people meet now, and from that perspective, I would I would embrace it. Also, as you get older and your so, uh, social circles shrink, there's nothing wrong with maybe starting a long uh, long distance relationship. We covered that on the show: how to do it, you know, mm-hmm. what not to do, how to make that work, because we have that option now. And and as we get older, if we're not tied to a particular place, hey. You know, if you meet somebody you like, why not move? <laughs> I mean, there's, there's all kinds of uh, you know possibilities in that sense that we can we can embrace. Now, what I have seen, interestingly enough, uh, and just personally dealt with, is is a friend of mine, and she she's seventy. Yeah, she just turned seventy. Uh, she's just a great woman, fun. You know, I mean, she's full of life. I just love her to death. And she she she's like so done with online dating. She's so disappointed by online dating because she has run into a lot of uh, people that, you know, she felt like are just trying to use her Uh, and, you know, because she's a widow and she feels targeted. So once you kind of go down that path, then you start believing that like everybody's maybe that I mean, it's very easy what I'm trying to say that that you can get tainted online. And that's why you have to remain uh, just positive and aware of what's going on. It's almost like every day is a new beginning. And, and that's a, it's a lot harder done. Uh, or easy. Yeah, it's not as easy done as said, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, and I just want to acknowledge that.
0: No, I think those are all very legitimate points. And as we're both kind of pro-online dating, let's right. factor in a couple of things, some realities you know, it, it it's it's the world on steroids in terms, in terms of you're going to meet more people than you could ever, you have the opportunity to meet more people that you could ever have time to meet. That's right. a good thing. Now, if it's a microcosm of the world, the dating world, you're going to get people who are dishonest, mm-hmm. right? Even if you meet them offline, they could be mm-hmm. dishonest. You're going right. to get scammers all, offline. You're going to, let's factor in a couple of things as you get older. Do you want, I I experienced this. All my friends were married. I was in my early fifties when I got married Mm -hmm. Saturday night. What are you going to do? You know, your friends are married. They have kids. You want to go to a bar on Saturday night by yourself when you're 50 in New York city. Yeah. There's places Mm -hmm. you can go and hang out. It's not bad, but you know, you don't want that to become the routine. So that kind of stinks. At least with online dating, you can set up a coffee date for during the week. Um, and uh, or three, you know, mm-hmm. you, you can meet a lot of people and have some good conversations. Uh, right. Secondly, you know, the age thing, and which we where we started is, you're going to get the age factor that gets in the way for a lot of people. And we've discussed this before, but I think it's really important that is, you know, you could be a great looking 48 year, uh, 52 year old, mm-hmm. and for the online dating, you want to be honest. But if mm-hmm. you say you're 50 to 60 or whatever then you're gonna be considered a lot older than if you're in the 40% 40 age pod, if you will. And yeah. to me, the reality is, you know, you go to your high school reunion and everybody's kind of the same age, yet you could separate like, this one looks <laughs> 20 years younger than that yeah. one because people age differently, whether it's genetics or lifestyle or health or stress or whatever it is, not the age is, is, a, is an indicator but it gets in the way for, of online dating because you get put into these groups. So mm-hmm. you have to make a determination. Is like, I'm 52, yet I look 42. Where do I want to put myself? Now, eventually, mm-hmm. you have to be truthful. It's going to come out. Um, but that's a decision you have to make on your own uh, because you can't, you know, uh, uh, ent- the truth always comes out. So if you get in a relationship yeah. and somebody sees your driver's license or whatever, they're going to realize, hey, I didn't realize you're <laughs> three years older than you said you were. Now, if you're really yeah. connecting at that point, does it matter? I don't know. Right. I'm not I'm not I'm not advocating not being honest, but I'm I am stating that the truth of the matter, the fact of the matter, that the statistics can be limiting when you're dealing with online dating. So you have to mm-hmm. factor that in. So yeah. that leads to what I call uh the 85% rule, which we've also touched on, but I think it's all <laughs> important because there's the dishonesty factor also. My thinking at having Done the online dating for years and having a great time before I met my wife, uh, is that I would say, okay, I'm going to get if I this person lives up to 85 percent of their profile r- across the board, looks, um, uh, their age, mm-hmm. etc. I'm I'm ha- that's real, that's real. I'll take it from there. Now, of course, a couple of times I was pleasantly surprised that the person was 110 percent including my wife, of what I, what I would consider to the beat the 85%. So the fact is, the takeaway is, you're going to have to make it like a game. Dating should be a fun sport. And I know for some people, it's not fun because they've gotten burned, but you mm-hmm. have to keep that positive attitude. You have to make it fun and you have to realize I'm going to meet some new people and I mm-hmm. hopefully will meet the one who could be the right connection for me right? Partnership for me, whatever form that takes when I'm in my fifties plus, what do you think of that? <laughs> I,
1: I think I just lost one of my earbuds, <laughs> but it's okay. I can hear you there. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I absolutely, I, yes, of course I agree with that. It's, uh, the, the whole age thing that, that that Robert was talking about is you have to, you know, somehow you have to register and then you're thrown into a pod and people search for, you know, I want somebody, well at least on matches like that, you know, I want somebody between 50 and no older than 60 or whatever, whatever that is. And then, you know, people search for that. my I have two different things. Uh, uh, thoughts on that one is yes you know especially as we get higher up there is okay if we think that we look great and we and we you know we want to meet somebody maybe even younger uh okay put yourself in a little you know lie (laughs) not lie but um you know put yourself in the categories that you want to be searched in but then immediately if not uh, uh you know in your profile just go hey you know i I, I put, you know, I'm 55, but I'm really mm-hmm. this. I just want you to know that for search. And then people can handle it any way they want because people idea. will get very, very upset if you yes. show up on a date and you, in well, especially if you don't, you know, if you do look older, right. <laughs> that's, that's one of the number one complaints in online dating for, for people who, um, who met on a first date is that the pictures weren't the same and that they lied about their age. And that's the like the number one reason you don't get a second date. So, you know, keep keep that in mind. The um, the other thought I have on that, and I keep going back and forth, you know, I'm not on there right now. It's like, what would I do? If somebody is not, you know, really doesn't want somebody my age, then why would I want them? I think that's a more high-value question than, you know, why would they not want me? Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was online dating, and if somebody, uh, you know, contacted me, then and when when I like if I was interested or he you was know, kind of cute or his profile reads well, and then in his search it says looking for a woman, you know, uh, thirty five to forty five, which at that time would have made me ten years older. I I wouldn't, I, you know, it's like. You want a woman, you put it out there, you want somebody younger. Well, you know, that's not me. Every, a couple of times I did get back with them and say, you know what? Sorry, don't fit your criteria. To me personally, that was, I don't know, it's a little insulting. At least, at least, <laughs> even if you want somebody younger, put, include your age up there. Maybe you don't have to put older, but put, you know, up to your age. Cause otherwise you just look like, I think you just look a man. Mm-hmm. I was, I took that, you know, to, to be offensive. So, uh, and, and, you know, women, wi- women as well there, it, it's a touchy subject as we get older. And what are the answers? I think to your point originally, uh, yeah, be, I, honesty is more than likely the best policy. You might get passed up, but you know what? Maybe you didn't. Maybe those people aren't right for you, for you anyway.
0: No, I think I think that's a, that's a perfect response. And th- just put the caveat into the, uh, into the profile and let, let the person mm-hmm. determine that for themselves. So, right. um, you know, all it takes, my, my, the bottom line to me for online dating, and then we can move on. And my special guest, by the way, once again, is Silka Schwarzkopf, the wonderful host of the hot show second act tv on youtube it's like a it's like a rocket ship taking off and i've been on it many times and it's a great show i strongly urge everybody to check it out but back to online dating all it takes is one Mm -hmm. it's it's like that in offline dating also all it takes Mm -hmm. is one but you got to get it you got to be in it to win it and you're going to get some disappointments and you're going to get some dishonest people and you're going to get somebody people it just doesn't work but at least Mm -hmm. you can do some qualification before you (laughs) even meet the person and if you meet the person for coffee or whatever or one drink or whatever that that that's not the end of the. that's not taking up too much time so here's another one of those self-imposed excuses that people can make when they they want to meet a partner but they say i don't have time i'm Mm -hmm. too busy you know whether it's like i have uh I have kids or my job is stressful and I'm always on the go and I travel all the time and they have all these types of excuses about I don't have enough time. It's like working out. I don't have enough yeah. time. I can't meditate. I don't have enough time. But you know what? You do have enough time to do the well, things you, ha- you want to do.
1: Yeah, you have to decide. There, there you go. That's what I was just going to say. You have to decide what you want because maybe you are too busy and maybe you enjoy all the busyness that you have. You know, maybe you really don't want a relationship. Not everybody wants a relationship and that's perfectly, that's perfectly okay. <laughs> you know, we're really talking to people who want a relationship and who have, who are having some issues finding it, who, you know, who need to, especially when you're starting over again after 25 years, like I did, you know, 25 years marriage and all of a sudden, boom, <laughs> the whole world has changed and you're you're still dealing in that, you know, that mentality of when you were when you were younger. So that's that's who we're talking to. Otherwise, if you are looking for a relationship and you do bring those quote unquote un- excuses to the table, I see that as more of a defense mechanism. It's almost like no, I'm not going there. You know, I I have too many reasons uh, why it's, why it can't happen, and that's why I'm not even going to go there. So and that's kind of sad. And and it's something that you have to uh, you know realize about yourself. What what do I want? What do I What do I really want? And a lot of people don't ask themselves that,
0: and or don't know, Mm -hmm. or don't. Yeah, it takes a
1: little thought to actually figure that out. Right,
0: and sometimes in our fast-paced world, we we're busy, gotta gotta gotta, or we're busy reacting then Mm -hmm. being circumspect, taking that half a step back to say, "Hang on." And I would strongly urge people who are going to go back into the dating pool, and this is my next topic: is you mentioned divorce, how do you get back into dating after a divorce, because that's a Mm -hmm. tough one for a lot of people. And if you can't get over that hump, then you're not Mm going to get anywhere. And so many people, you know, they don't get over that hump. Um, So let's talk about that. Let's talk about divorce. You've been out of the dating pool for a number of years, in your case, like 20 years or something. What did you do? And what do you hear from the other experts to tell folks to do who I, I, I've been, it could be a man, it could be a woman. They've been married mm-hmm. a long co- time. The world's changed. The dating world has changed. Mm-hmm. What do you do when, you know, you have to lick your wounds and get over the fact <laughs> that your marriage is over? How do you kind of pick yourself up by the bootstraps and say, okay, you know, I've got the rest of my life in front of me. I would like to have a relationship. I've taken the time to ask myself, what do I want? What, what maybe did I learn? And how do I get back out there? So what was well, your you process?
1: To- you have to decide if, if you're if you're ready to go out there, you know, are you really ready to start dating again? And a big factor in that is, you know, were you the one that was left or did you leave the marriage? Because if you left then you probably are going to be <laughs> more ready than the person who was left, you know, how much healing do you do you have to do? Because if you bring the pain of a divorce into a new relationship, it's never going to work. Uh, there's all kinds of red flags that we talk about on Second Act. I think we've talked about it with you. We just, you and I just recently did, you know, uh, the red flags or something like that of dating a divorced man. We always get the men's, you know, male perspective from you and because there are red flags. And the, the biggest one is how much do they talk about their ex is, you know, if that is in constant uh, conversation and especially on a first date, if it's very negative, just walk away. Way. i mean they don't leave the date mm-hmm. but that is a huge red flag that somebody is not over you know uh, over their divorce over their pain and certainly not ready to start dating again uh, i was more than ready you know so i mean i left uh, i i went from my separation to dating almost immediately which i um I mean, I was fine, but I've learned a lot. You, you, you're talking about what you learned. Uh, one of the categories on Match, uh, well, you list yourself either single, divorced, widowed, or uh, separated. So separated is actually a category. And I, I, I was honest. Yeah, my age, and I'm separated. <laughs> and I did get you know response, and then I get got other you know like if I reached out to somebody, it goes you know uh, you know your, your profile is great. But, I, you know what, until you're divorced, I, I just don't want to you know try that. And you know what? they were right in my in my case, maybe not because I really was, and my separation was longer for other reasons than wanting to go back to my marriage. but as a rule as as a rule of thumb, that's a really, really important thing to look at. you know, what is the status, and how much drama? May be coming your way if you uh, you know get involved with this person, be it be it kids, be it uh, an angry ex-wife, you know or whatever that is. Divorce brings a lot, a lot of issues that we otherwise wouldn't encounter. Uh, financial, fi- you know, what what does he is he still paying alimony or, if, or well, my, or in my girlfriend's case, is she still paying alimony? Wow. So all those kind of considerations are needed, you know, for dating, dating after divorce. And while I'm, I'm making that sound negative, it really isn't. It's just a fact. And if you're aware of it, then you can filter through that too and don't go down a road that is eventually not going to be right for you.
0: So you need to, it sounds like Silky, uh, if you're in that situation, you need to, when you're qualifying somebody who's separated or divorced or whatever, to make sure that they, they're over it. That they're yes. ready to start fresh, and uh, yeah, so it's really listening closely to what their attitude. If there's some triggers that they have about starting to trash their ex yeah. or whatever,
1: and I'm not saying that that you should, you know, you just have to be completely healed, and because that also is that that's too far. Uh, but I'm saying that you have to, you know, you're, you're over, you've acknowledged maybe what you've done wrong, even if you were left, what, how, you know, what did you contribute? What was your to role? This? Exactly. What right. was your role in this, in this? And there's always going to be some uh, pain that you carry on something. And then you just have to be aware of what that is. So it doesn't affect your relationship, i.e. that you don't blame, you know, the sins of your ex on your new partner, which mm-hmm. does happens a lot with cheating. Right. When, when, uh, and in my case, that, that's, you know, my husband cheated on me for years. <laughs> that was one of the things that I still carry forward and had to really work on that ha- having that trust in somebody else, that not all men are cheaters or, or, you know, or the situation that, uh, you know, maybe I'm seeing or, or something he said that that doesn't, it, 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 he's not the same. You know, the past is not equal to the present. That's another huge issue, you know, to make sure that you are ready to move on.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, Silke Schwarzkopf, my special guest, Guys, Guys Radio, a return guest because she's a, she's a, she's a guys guy also because <laughs> she's my pal and we talk about relationships and, uh, and I'm a frequent guest on mm-hmm. Second Act TV, Silka show, which she hosts and produces. It's amazing. It's on YouTube. Check it out. So, you mentioned uh, th- uh, the whole thing with divorce. One aspect of it we didn't touch on is kids. And kids mm-hmm. can kind of get in the way because they're either going to, mm-hmm. if you're a new partner, they'll like you or they're not going to like you. It, it depends. Right. And I think some of that comes from their parent, the parent, yes. as to like what the mm-hmm. attitude is about yeah. what, how, or how they felt about the, the, the father or the mother who's not there. And then right. uh, they carry some baggage as to what the parent who's there with feels about things, or maybe the one who is not there feels about Mm -hmm. things. So what's a good way for somebody? I've been in a situation uh, where the kids didn't, one kid liked me and the other kid didn't like me and the, or (laughs) the family didn't like me or family did like me. And it's like, it's a Mm -hmm. factor. So what have you heard about how to manage that situation where you're dealing with a new cast of characters? It's not just when you're over 50, it's not just your but prospective partners, sometimes it's the people around them who are coming along for the ride that you have yeah. to be aware of. And they're going to play a role at some point.
1: Well, it, it, whatever, wh- whoever is in your new potential partner's life, they're going to be in your life. That, that's the bottom line. And kids, unless they're strange and then that's a whole other thing. You know, why are you strange? Uh, they're going to be in your life. And you need to decide how much, you know, what, if that's, if you're okay with that, or how much you will deal with, how much drama, if there's drama there, are you willing to put up with? Uh, you know, in my case, like, I I just feel so blessed because Paul's kids, he has three kids, you know, we get along great. I mean, I think they love me. <laughs> you know, we do. I mean, it's just the, that was so great to, to have discovered that because in my, in my marriage, that wasn't the case. I mean, I almost swore. I'm not going to date anybody that had any kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yes, kids play a huge, huge part. Um, I also want to say, in the kids' defense, that, uh, and I interviewed a, a really interesting uh, two uh, psychotherapists who wrote the book, uh, what was it? Uh, Home Will Never Be the Same Again, that we don't take into account what adult children go through with divorce. Just because they're adults doesn't mean they can all of a sudden handle what the parents have created or their separation, it can be devastating. So there's so many things, you know, to consider. And again, awareness of that, you know, will, will, help you manage it better. But, you know, but if, if, I don't know, if, if one of the kids or the ex-wife are really working against you, which happens kids, mm-hmm. yeah. they can absolutely ruin a relationship. Then you just need to decide, you know, what is, and, and isn't acceptable, such as, you know, taking, you know, you have a date and, the kids call, well, dad, I need this. You know, it's okay. Okay, honey. I'll be, you know, (laughs) maybe once may, depending on what it is, but I know people, friends of mine, where this is a continual thing. It's like, why are you putting up with this?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Something just came up during our conversation here. And it's about, you know, you mentioned, um, the cheating, and then there's this the honesty issue o- online, and th- it's that's really what it, cheating is part of a, a subset of dishonesty. And it seems mm-hmm. like a lot of women, and I'm making a generalization, but let me take the leap here. Mm-hmm. It's my show, I can do it. And uh, <laughs> a lot of guys are perceived by women to be dishonest, and it could come across uh, in their behavior as cheating or just lying about their age online or whatever. What does a woman who wants to get out there, who is like saying, I I can't stand these guys. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to online date. I can't. How do you, how do you qualify a guy? For instance, you were in a situation where your husband cheated on you. How did you qualify your current partner?
1: Well, you, you do it through gentle conversation is what what I would say is, you know, you do want to know the reason that a marriage split up. You know, that's an OK question to ask. You know, we say don't talk about your ex on the first date. And, and uh, you know, I agree with that. Certainly not go go down the rabbit hole of how horrible they right. are. But it, a question of, you know, well, how so how how did your marriage end? How do you feel about that? You know, or, or just something that um, doesn't ne- necessarily invite a negative The response right away or that you're willing to commiserate on on, you know, some sort of a negative outcome. And then then it, it I mean, I don't know if you qualify. There really isn't. It's a matter of trusting your gut. You listen to, you know, be aware of some red flags and behavior. For example, if you start dating someone who uh, you only, you know, get together during the week, he does only calls you from his car. <laughs> he doesn't introduce you to your, you know, to friends or family. And and this, you know, this is going on into the dating process. Those are huge red flags that there's something else, something else going on. So mm. a little bit is, you know, gut a little... Ask some uh, smart questions, some some questions that, um, you know, are received in a positive way. Uh, and then just, yeah, if, if it's, you know, the red flags are right here. See them, because mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, we need somebody, we want this to work out and we just refuse to see the red flags. And that's you know, mm-hmm. that, that that doesn't help us because it's it's, eventually it's going to break up again.
0: How about um, sometimes? And I've, i I take this from my own experience speaking to women who are who are single and being on panels and stuff like that, where they want to meet guys and they don't really get involved in guy type. You know, they're not fishing where the fish are. They don't mm-hmm. like the online thing because of dishonesty. They have sometimes self esteem about you know their age, their what they perceive their looks to be, their their hobbies or whatever are not in line with where a lot of guys are going to be. How do they, how do they make it happen? I mean, at certain point to me, you've got to, you, you know, you, you, you have to be flexible and say, you have to get out I'll, there. Yeah, exactly. You have to, maybe I want to learn some new things. W- you know, why do guys like uh, golf? You know, maybe I need to go out there right. and watch golf on TV or go try to play golf. Maybe not. Maybe it's fishing, whatever, but participate in something that you like. That's not just for women, if you will.
1: Right. No, I agree. And and I think one easy, not easy, but um, prevalent resource is the meetup groups. You know, there's mm, so yeah, many yeah. Uh, different I mean, there's everything is playing cards, there's singing, there's learning, you know, cooking. I mean, there, just depending on what it is that you like join something yeah. and a lot of them are uh, as I understand it are age specific as well. I, I joined running groups when I first because I was a runner and that mm-hmm. was that was terrific to meet to meet people. There you go. And yeah you just like like you said, you know, you'd be word where, where there are guys, but you you know I don't don't do something that if like if you hate golf, then don't, exactly. don't pretend like you do. Right. Or if you hate football, you know although mm-hmm. <laughs> Sports bars are a great place. <laughs> yeah. The guys will be there. There, you, you know, it, it, not everybody likes to go to a bar. You don't have necessarily have to drink, but there's it's it's usually a fun atmosphere or neighborhood bars that mm-hmm. uh, or restaurants. Maybe I shouldn't say bars all the time, but it does tend to come down sitting around a bar that caters to a, more of an older crowd. And I'm thinking of one that's like in my in my neighborhood. There's single people there all the time, and people meet it. in it's very. I, I mean, people want the socialization, you almost um, I don't know, I sometimes I hear, oh, I can't meet anybody or I can't do or how do you meet people? Like, for example, uh, we live right now in a senior community, 55 up Communities, You know, sounds like an old folks home. This is the most active community I've ever lived in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we play pickleball every morning. Paul goes to play golf. We have, you know, I mean, there's just so many active people here that it's almost impossible not to meet someone. And there's numerous couples that have met right there and, and are now together. So you meet people and if you have the ability or, you know, to to actually move into an active 55 plus community, I I I would I would do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I just I'm amazed with what I've learned, you know, with this kind of lifestyle where everybody, you know, around you is not in the same boat necessarily being single, but in the aging pool and wanting to be active. It's 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 just terrific.
0: Yeah, I, I agree completely. And I think you nailed it where you got to you got to be aware and embrace really who you are. And right. the meetup groups are great. Uh, my sister-in-law, she was I, I ran into her. I was out and she's sitting with this group of people, dudes with these long beards and stuff. I'm like, what the heck? And I'm like, hi. And uh, it was a cryptocurrency meetup group is hilarious Uh, i mean Uh hilarious but that's good that's good i mean that's a Mm -hmm. perfect and she's single that's a perfect example of getting involved in something that's not like a guy thing or not like a considered a female thing it's just a thing that people can uh, embrace and be interested in and get together and you can exchange (laughs) ideas learn something maybe make some money or maybe lose some money it depends but (laughs) at least it's something it's getting out there right and and it's and it's You don't have to do anything to yourself It's because it's not about how you look and all of that stuff. It's about just you as a person. And I think those type of activities and those type of groups are really good because so many times people over 50, they get, you know, they're like, I haven't been out there. I've gained weight. I uh, losing mm-hmm. my hair, nobody's gonna love me. My wife or my husband, my husband cheated, my wife left me. I don't know what to do. It's easy to feel yeah. sorry for yourself and with good a lot of times with good reason. Good but reason. At a cer- yeah. But at a certain point you gotta say, okay, I'm 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 good. You know, you have to like you have to give yourself a hug. And, uh... Well, you
1: have to, you have to indulge in, in the pain as well. I mean, but not mm-hmm. stay there. That's the thing. You know, have your low, have your pity party, have, stay on the couch, eat the ice cream, you know, just do feel, do feel the pain if that's what what you're going through and then get out of it because if you're not going to meet anybody, not, not going out. I mean, that's just, you have to do something if you want a relationship. And if, uh, as you alluded, you know, if you don't feel good about yourself, it be it you have gained weight or, you know, whatever, well then do something about it. That's a good way to meet people too. (laughs) Go to the the gym. Uh, But there's all, yeah, it's so important that you feel good about yourself. So whatever that means feeling good about yourself do that if you can mm-hmm. And again, I say that uh, in an em- empathetic way for people who maybe can't, you know, if like, again, right. if you're ill, if there's other things going on that that are out of your control. And, mm-hmm. and I have run into that. And, and it's it, yeah, it's 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 disheartening. I, I absolutely get it. But that's not the norm. The norm is that you can do something about mm-hmm. it but you just don't for some reason.
0: So I think that's the inspiration hopefully we can put out there is that, you know, everybody is facing these same issues as we age and it's Mm -hmm. all depending on what choices you make every day. You make a choice. Am I going to fast today? I'm not, am I going to eat that donut or not? Am I going to have that? You know, it's like all day long, we make choices. And if you say, I want to get out there, I want to meet somebody and I'm willing to do some of the mm-hmm. work it takes to be not somebody different or mm-hmm. not somebody that's going to please somebody else, but the best version best. of myself. If you mm-hmm. think of it that way, because mm-hmm. I don't believe anybody should change for anybody else unless there's something that you know can be changed, that needs to be changed, that they want to change, but mm-hmm. you need to do things for yourself. And when right. you're the best version of yourself, you're going to feel the best about yourself and you're going to become just energetically the most attractive version of yourself Mm -hmm. that you can be and you then put yourself in a position of allowing to receive all the good stuff that's out there and a lot of times we get we get we wind down and keep digging this hole of uh i don't like myself i can't get started and nobody wants to be around
1: that yeah (laughs) nobody wants to be around that that you have again i've said this on your show on my show all the time it's So much of it comes down to mindset. If you put negative energy out there, you're just going to, you're going to get that back. And there's nothing worse than listening to somebody all the time. I mean, it's, yes, you know, there's all kinds of stuff we want to talk about. We want to have somebody to, to, uh, you know, commiserate with on certain things. But if you get stuck there, you know, nobody wants to be your therapist. Just whatever it is that you need to heal, you know, work on that. And then bring something positive to the table because otherwise it's just, you know, you're going to keep attracting what you don't want.
0: I think that's the perfect way to summarize the learning and the takeaway for everybody out there. Love yourself. Become the best version of yourself. Don't give up. Don't give up on yourself. And you will attract the, the, what's right for you out there. You'll start to begin to attract things. And then you start to filter. This is good for mm-hmm. me. This is something I don't want. But put yourself in a position of um, knowing your self-worth and knowing your personal power, using your personal power to love and respect yourself. When you start to do that, miracles can happen. And I don't Mm -hmm. mean to be corny about it, but it all starts with ourselves. Every day is a new opportunity to take that first step. And many times, the first step is the toughest one. And then the second and third step, they're tough, too. It's consistency. The consistency is difficult, but we can do it and you can do it. And Everybody out there can do it. So I hope people are inspired and motivated, not thinking that we're wagging our fingers saying, yeah, you know, you're a loser or whatever. You're not. People out there need to know that they can make changes and it's never Absolutely. too late to make change. And if you don't love yourself, it's going to be hard to attract a, a, a partner. So get out there and do it and start with yourself, love yourself, determine what you want and then, then go after it. And it doesn't Absolutely. matter what age you are. Over 50, right? would like just make it happen.
1: Yeah, Indeed. I I it's eight, 50 60 70 80. One of my favorite uh sexual health experts Frank was just on. He's 89. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it. you know, it's yeah, life can be long if if you know. Yes, there are you know, some people are maybe more blessed than others, right. but there's a lot you can do to make it just beautiful.
0: Awesome. So Silke Schwarzkopf, my special guest once again on Guys Guys Radio. Tell everybody where they can find more about you and about the show.
1: Well, uh, on YouTube, uh, Second Act TV, it's the number two, second and the act, A-C-T dot TV. Uh, or if you just Google uh, dating over 50, finding love after 50, <laughs> my, uh, the videos like likely with you, Robert, will pop up. Lots of our videos will pop up. It's actually pretty easy to find. So that's I'm proud of that.
0: And they're, they're about 15-minute to 20-minute mm-hmm. segments, so they're very digestible, very straightforward, very authentic, and the experts on there are terrific. And uh, Silka, you have a great rapport, everybody. You're really helping those over 50 fine partners. Thank you for doing what you're doing. We'll see you again soon, and uh, all the best. Thank you, Robert.
1: It's Guys Guy Radio.
0: with Silke Schwarzkopf, the producer and host of YouTube's spectacular Second Act TV. It's a real fun show, and once again, I'm a guest on it frequently, so check it out if you can, because I think you'll enjoy watching the interviews. They're short, they're about 15 to 20 minutes long, and usually cover just one topic, whereas on Guys Guys Radio, we do deeper dives, uh, because we've got the terrestrial radio show on KCAA, we've got the full podcast, as as well as the YouTube and the Rumble. But what did we pick up today? What did we learn in our kind of goal to help people who are over 50 who maybe have not been in a dating pool for a while, maybe have uh, some hesitancy about getting out there. They don't like online dating. They've got, you know, they run into a lot of issues based on their personal experiences and the heartbreak and the hurt they have felt. And it's, you, you, you don't want to get out there. You're concerned about getting out there, but you don't want to be alone. So what do you do? Well, like anything else, you have to take that first step. You have to take a deep breath, and you have to get out there and be mindful and take stock in who you are, what you have to offer, what you're looking for. Be honest with yourself and be honest with the world out there. Qualify the candidates you're going to meet, but you got to get out there. And the toughest step to take usually is that first step. But if you want to be, you want to win it, you got to be in it. So don't change for anybody else. Just be the best version yourself. That would be my takeaway from our conversation and also my own personal philosophy is be the best you can be for yourself and that'll shine through when you're meeting uh, prospective suitors and prospective partners. The Guys Guys Radio, we're here every Wednesday evening on KCAA Radio in Southern California at 8 p.m. Pacific Time, 106.5 FM, 1050 AM. The show rebroadcasts every Sunday at six PM on KCAA, they also have their own. Uh, they, they have their YouTube. They have a whole bunch of streaming. You can listen live. You can stream. You can download. So it's very easy to find us on Guys Guys Radio uh, on KCAA. And again, we're on in prime time twice twice a week on live terrestrial radio. So you can check us out there, and the YouTube and Rumble post worldwide of Guys Guys TV every Thursday the podcast drops every Thursday worldwide we've been downloaded in over 100 countries we chart frequently around the world and we're also on UK Health Radio four times every weekend as well as on demand UK Health Radio is the world's largest talk health station in the world it's growing and growing and growing it's got some great presenters We got in there about a year or so ago, and it's going fantastic for the show. It's fantastic for the platform. I think you'll really enjoy it. And again, you can just go on to uh, UK Health Radio, go on the website, um, and you can look up Guys Guys Radio and listen to any of the uh, shows that we've done with them. And it's basically the same show as we do right here on KCAA and everywhere else and on the podcast. And I also write a column for – they have a digital health uh, magazine – It's called Health Triangle Magazine, and I write a column, a monthly column. It's called Aging is a Choice, and it's about kind of our culture's collective consciousness and narrative about what aging is and what getting old is. And I try my best to kind of help us shatter the myths that they put out there about what you can and can't do because I think there's a lot you can do Perfect example, hey, look at the Rolling Stones, 80 years old. They just came out with one of the top-selling albums of 2023, even though it came out in, like, I don't know, October or so, and it's it's hot, and it's right in your face, rock music, and it's, it's good. And the, the fact is, age is a number, it's how you take it. I mean, you've been, as we t- discussed in the show, you know, you've been to one of your high school reunions, possibly, and you look at everybody, and some people age faster than others, and a lot of it is about your perspective, your outlook. I write about that for Health Triangle magazine. Check it out. You can also catch more of my content on my website, robertmanny.com, M-A-N-N-I.com. I've got over 300 blog posts about life, love, the pursuit of happiness, and you can also, on my website, download three free chapters of my novel, The Source Materials for Everything, Guy's Guide. It's called The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love. It's a sexy romp through the fast-moving high-stake world of Madison Avenue advertising in New York City. Two guys competing for love, sex, power, and money in the market and city where they play for keeps. It's fast, it's frothy, it's sexy, it's fun, and it's been called the man's successor to Sex and the City by Dan Wakefield, iconic 20th century author. So we're back. 2024. We've got a lot of great guests, a lot of great shows coming up. I'm so appreciative of your support, all my guest support, my wonderful producer, Chris, my strategy lead, Ryan, but most of all, thank you for being here with us along for the ride for Guys Guys Radio. If you enjoy the content and guests, I bring you each and every week to the show, please subscribe and support us across the platforms that you consume. Thank you so much. I'll see you next week. And until then, like I always say, guys, guys, finish first.